what is up y'all welcome back i know it's been a minute but let me be it is summertime i had a lot going on i went on vacation i had a whole siblings trip with my brother and sister we went out to napa drank far too much wine did not eat enough food so word to the wise there if you ever go to napa just be always strapped with snacks um but it was really fun had an absolute blast and it was you know one of those moments you're probably thinking like you know you are health and fitness you're out drinking wine not eating come on like you know better yeah that is very true but we all make mistakes everybody makes mistakes cue the hannah montana song and also you know live your best life that is if you take nothing away from my podcast except one thing it should be always make memories never let you know your diet nutrition workout plans anything like that get in the way of you making memories and living a full life you know food and wine and experiences they're all a part of the human culture so being able to fully immerse yourself in things like going to wineries and having an absolute blast with your siblings that's something that you should do automatically and not think twice about the fact that you're not in the gym trying to PR your deadlift. That can always happen the next week at another time. But for the love of God, you know, just be present and be in the moment. It's, it doesn't happen every single day that you get opportunities to do a lot of fun stuff. And, you know, 80% of the time, you're probably sticking to your routine. So 20% of the time, cut loose, have fun, enjoy life, soak up the culture, and make memories. So with all of that, I am really excited to get into this week's episode, this episode in particular. Um, it all stems from a conversation that I had with a coworker. We were making memories, having a little, even though I work remotely, I have one coworker that lives here in Colorado and we meet up sometimes for coworking sessions. So we met up to grab a beer um, and we were just chatting. She was thinking about, you know, hiring a nutrition coach a personal trainer she talked to me about it um and she had told me that you know she had used noom which is branded as like the millennial weight loss app that you know will teach you how to live the healthiest life possible and it's basically all meant to ditch them if you're on the dating apps it's basically like the hinge of weight loss apps designed to be deleted okay we'll get into that bullshit later But so she was basically just telling me all of this and it made me so mad. Not the fact that, you know, she did this and that, you know, she makes me mad. I love her. She is one of my best friends. Big fan. Um, But I was just infuriated because what I learned in that conversation was that this is just another marketing ploy as somebody who is in, you know, the marketing industry. It's really easy for me to sniff all that bullshit out. But I was just learning how... It was just a same old shiny weight loss tool that's not really teaching people what they actually need to know and is making weight loss and lifestyle change way harder than it should be. So that's what we're getting into into this episode. You know, why things like Noom, Weight Watchers, Nutrisystem, and other dieting methods are trash. And then I'm also going to give you the better alternative because I hate just, you know, calling things out and saying this is bad and pointing the finger without being able to provide a better alternative. So with all of that, let's just dive right in.
All right. So brought it up in our little intro. Noom, Weight Watchers, Nutrisystem, other dieting methods, why they're all trash. What's the better alternative? Let's get into it. I'm going to start with a 10,000 foot view on why they all suck. <laughs> it's I tend to get really in the weeds really quickly and ramble if you guys haven't picked up on that yet. Um, so I decided to actually pace this podcast out hopefully, instead of do like I do in most of my workouts and go out too hot too fast and then just ramble throughout the rest of the episode. So we're pacing it out and we're going to start with a 10,000 foot view of why these things suck. And the biggest point and the biggest reason why they're awful and why I don't like them is because they don't teach you anything except what foods should be off limits. And let's just, let's dig a little bit deeper into that now and unpack that. And we're going to go method by method, app by app, you know, program by program, whatever. We're going to start with Noom because this one, it's a fairly new program. Again, you know, I remember when it came out, I saw it all over, I want to say Instagram, Twitter, um, maybe even, I think I saw it on a couple of like cable news stations. It's, it's relatively new and now it's all over TikTok, all that kind of fun stuff. YouTube, all the ads. I get all the ads. And it's really geared towards the millennial slash, I would say like maybe older Gen Z or on the cusp audience. Um, and so as somebody who identifies as a member of that audience and as my audience for this podcast is fairly similar, I think this one would be the biggest one to focus on. And we'll get into a couple later. Um, and I'll explain, you know, my background with those as well. But focusing specifically on Noom because it's tailored to this very specific group that claims to be, you know, woke with it. They're tired of the bullshit. They want something new. They want something that works. And Noom claims to be that. And I will say one of the cool things that Noom focuses on and what I've read about them already because I, full transparency, don't use Noom, haven't used Noom. I've only heard things about it from people that I know have used it. But from the research I've done, you know, they claim to focus on the mental behaviors behind making lasting healthy change, which is awesome because a lot of making those healthy lifestyle changes for, you know, a long healthy life for you is it's all down to the mental and the ability for you to trust yourself, make the decisions that you absolutely need to, to grow mentally, to push yourself, to stop when you absolutely need to stop and to reassess. So that's really awesome. The shitty thing is it contradicts itself then by labeling foods as certain colors. And when I say that, they have basically the Noom system, foods are labeled as red, yellow, and green. So basically like a traffic light. And this is where I started to, my head basically exploded at the middle of the brewery that I was at with my coworker when she started telling me all of this. I literally, I was fuming. And she looked at me and she just tells me, she's like, are you okay? And I'm like, no, this is trash. Like, of course you don't know anything about, you know, what food is actually healthy because you, this doesn't teach you that. It just, in your brain, gives you an association to a specific color. And here, let me just, I'm rambling. So let me stop because I took notes. So to paint a better picture of like the different 
the color system that they use. Um, there was an article in Women's Health Magazine where a registered dietitian, uh, Jonathan Valdez, um, and he also owns a nutrition company. Um, he is also a spokesperson for the New York State Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics said Noom uses a red, green, and yellow color system instead of categorizing foods purely as good or bad to help the user gauge what is nutrient-dense and what is not. Granted. So he says, you know, I, I like that Noom uses some system and doesn't just say, you know, hey, this food is bad, this food is good. So using the color system is a little bit better, but it still sucks because... Let me continue. Um, this quote is from the same Women's Health Magazine um, article, and this is from a nutritionist, Charlotte Martin. Um, she's an MS and RDN, and she's owner of a, her own nutrition program um, as well. And she says, red signals are the most calorie-dense, calorically dense, and or least nutrient-dense foods. Green are the least calorically dense and or most nutrient-dense foods, and yellow foods fall somewhere in the middle. About 30% of your intake should come from green foods, 45% from yellow foods, and 25% from red foods. So basically what we're seeing here is red is signaling it has high calories, but the calories aren't necessarily quality. Green are low calories, but the calories in them are high, super high quality, and yellow foods are somewhere in the middle. And again, while it's not the worst thing, because we're not technically labeling something as bad, this, this is where I'm going to nerd out on you a little bit when it comes to marketing. And as a marketing professional and somebody who works with a very talented you know, graphic design, visual design team, and I've, you know, been a part of those visual designs and understanding the psychology that goes behind marketing and what gets people to to literally buy in. So Noom does this, this, you know, helps, it helps people not label food as good and bad. And they offer, while they do offer their training programs, and they help people eat in a calorie deficit through their programs. Labeling foods as things like red is a common color associated with being off limits or bad or urgent. And that starts to create a negative viewpoint in their user's mind about a certain food, which in turn then starts to develop a fear of that red food in that user's mind. So while Noom technically isn't labeling any food as good or bad, I mean, think about this. Let's do this exercise together really quick. You know, red means stop when you are driving a car. Red means stop. So if you see a food and you're like, oh, I know that's on my red food list. The first thing in your brain, what are you thinking? Stop. Don't put that in your mouth. Don't eat it. Same thing with any form of label. You know, there's a reason that, you know, labels use the color red for like certain toxic things on them. So like, I mean, like rat poison is probably the easiest example I can use here. But, you know, you see a box of rat poison and there's this big ass, you know, red X, red skull or whatever telling you, stop, no, don't eat this, this is bad, right? Um, stop sign, big red sign saying, stop, do not pass, do not move, like your journey stops here. So 
you can hopefully start seeing the problem now that can be associated with this color coding system. Um, and I mean, green foods, great, you know, good for that. And yellow foods, you know, even yellow, you know, you're at a traffic light, yellow means slow down, like, oh no, you can't full steam ahead. Like, you know, watch it, watch it here. You might be able to sneak by without, you know, getting the, the light or the whatever, um, the, you know, the little cameras that they have whenever you accidentally run a red light. Yeah, those suck. So that's basically what yellow, you know, in my brain as a marketer, you know, I'm sure they have a team of marketers there over there at Noom that are like, yes, this will, this, this will probably help go over well, help people achieve their goals. And here's what I say by that. So I dug a little bit deeper into, okay, you know, what are these foods and why are they labeled as such? Green foods, this is the really shitty thing. Green foods are all fruits and vegetables. That's fine. You know, love, I always tell all of my clients, eat a ton of fruits and vegetables. They're fantastic for you. Super high in a lot of, you know, vitamins, minerals, antioxidants, all that kind of good stuff that you need. However, I start getting upset and pissed when I saw the yellow foods list. The yellow foods list is primarily protein and low fat dairy, whole eggs and avocado. Um, so like yellow, which in my brain is not as, you know, positive as green. It's not like, yeah, go, you can eat, you know, eat this. Yes. Permission to eat whatever. It is, I see chicken, I see turkey, I see beans, tofu, tempa, lean ground beef, black beans, like all of that. I tell my clients because those are such high levels of protein and protein is the thing that most people lack in their diet, especially women. We technically we tend to severely undereat the amount of protein that we should and overeat things like carbs and fats, which lead to excess weight gain and not understanding, you know, oh, protein actually helps my body. I'm kind of, you know, giving you a little foreshadowing here into what I'm planning to talk about in the second half of this episode. But labeling things, especially as protein, as like a yellow slash cautionary if we're using the typical color codes and what they mean that that pisses me off because that throws a lot of people off of actually understanding what foods are good and can help them in their journey and it's going to take a lot of rewiring of their brain if they can't figure that out early on but so that's yellow my worst the worst one is red so red foods again you know, we typically as humans associate red as bad, urgent, stop, do not pass, go, do not collect 200, all that kind of, you know, negative. We have a negative image in our brain associated with the color red. And under the red category, these are some of the foods that are listed. Olive oil, nuts and seeds, nut butters, dried fruit, beef, pork, so fattier proteins, full fat dairy, bacon, French fries, cake, pizza, potato chips. I love olive oil. Olive oil is a fantastic olive oil, avocado oil, fantastic healthy fat to incorporate in every single diet. Should be green. Nut butters, peanut butter, almond butter, nat natural nut butters that don't have at you know added extra oils, added sugars, anything like that. Should be green, not red. Nuts and seeds almonds, sunflower seeds, pumpkin seeds. I put those things, you know, in granola bowls, on my oats, all that kind of stuff should be green. B12, 
beef, pork. I literally have pork chops and ground beef sitting in my fridge right now. Yes, they're going to be a little bit more fatty proteins sources, but they're not bad for you. And they should not be labeled as red. They're green. And the biggest quarrel I'll say that I have with the red category is it has these things like olive oils, nut butters, and protein sources alongside things that are already so commonly associated as quote-unquote bad foods like cake, pizza, french fries, potato chips. Those are completely different types of foods. Olive oil and french fries. We're talking about difference between a natural healthy oil that helps your body regulate its temperature, regulate everything else in it, and is something your body needs versus a saturated oil, which is stored more commonly as fat. Those are completely different things. And this is why I hate the sugar-coatedness that, you know, systems like Noom and Weight Watchers and everything like that get into because it doesn't teach you anything. It just tells you these foods are good. They're on limit. These foods, red off limit most of the time yellow i should watch myself with them when the majority of the yellow foods here you should be eating a significant about like 30 percent of your diet in so i'll get back to that in a second but it's just that that made me very upset when she told me that yeah they basically color code foods because at the end of the day it's not teaching you anything about the makeup of what those foods are why you should be eating a certain percent of, you know, those specific colors or anything like that. It's just turning dieting into an addictive game. It is literally like a dating app. And that's the shitty thing is they're branding themselves and they're trying to be woke and say, we're doing all these things for your mental health. And, you know, oh, you have trainers in the app and there's X, Y, and Z that we're doing. And it's the the diet designed to be deleted to teach you the lifelong habits. Bullshit. It's not. If they wanted to teach you the lifelong habits, they would. They wouldn't gatekeep that information. They would straight up tell you. So with that, you know, Noom isn't the only one that's guilty of doing that. You know, I think back to my early days of dieting, you know, middle school, high school, as a, you know, millennial woman, I feel like we've all been there. Um, My mom did it, Weight Watchers. You know, Weight Watchers is the exact same way, but instead of using colors, they use points. So certain foods are assigned a certain amount of points, and if you do it, you have a certain level of points that you try to accumulate on a daily basis. And, you know, foods like cake and pizza have a higher amount of points so you'll blow through your points faster essentially if you eat foods like that compared to fruits vegetables things like that so you know it's not noom isn't something new that we've seen we've seen it in things like weight watchers before and so many other systems another system um that's somewhat similar in the same vein that claims, you know, will help you, you know, learn how to live this healthy lifestyle and will teach you everything that you need to know. So even after you're done using our diet program, you'll be set up for life. Nutrisystem and other like pre-made meal weight loss programs, also pretty much the same. All, you know, they calculate what you need to keep you in a caloric deficit to help you lose weight. And they say, as long as you eat these foods that we make you, you don't have to make any food whatsoever. Pop this in the microwave and eat that. All the thinking is out. And that's the shitty thing is as especially as a Western culture, I think we've gotten so lazy about and not wanting to think 
about what we have to fuel ourselves. But if you really want to live that healthy lifestyle and you want to live longer, you need to put in that work. You have to understand, you know, what you're putting in your body. You have to tinker around with different foods and spices and flavors. And you have to figure out what you like. Because if you just get lazy about it, and have somebody else do it for you all the time, you're not learning anything. You're not learning how to fuel yourself in the long run. You're not learning, you know, why this certain food makes you feel groggy and slow compared to something else. You're not learning anything. You're just trying to cheat the system and you can't cheat the system your entire life. Long-term health and fitness It's a marathon. It's not a sprint. And you have to plan for that. You have to properly prepare, educate for yourself, educate yourself, get all of the materials that you absolutely need so you don't, you know, like chafe and your nipples are bleeding. Like there is no Michael Scott fun run for the cure, like Andy's nipples are bleeding situation when it comes to your long-term health and fitness. Nutrisystem, by the way, I will also say is, is awful. My dad did it. And I tried some of the foods because he's like, well, I did it because I'm busy and I don't want to, you know, think about it. And the foods are right there and they're easy. The su- the portions are so small. Those things are also packed with sodium and chemicals because to keep them, you know, lasting for however long the duration of the program is, they're just, they're awful. And you can make such more higher volume meals for yourself that are healthy and taste better and you feel good about it instead of getting these like little brown packs of Chex Mix that they give you to eat for like lunch. It's awful. Um, So at the end of the day, all of these programs, you know, they're slightly different, but they're all trying to do the same thing and they're all trying to help you lose weight, right? But they also share one other very big common trait. They don't And they're not actually teaching you anything. And they are using marketing and gimmicks to keep you on the loop and keep you in that constant diet mindset. That's how they make money. Again, I work in marketing full time. I know the psychology behind it. I know the psychology behind a lot of different things. And this, when it comes to health and fitness, humans, especially people who want to look better, who are craving, you know, to be thin, be fit, be toned, be healthy, live a healthy life, be that girl, you know, have hot girl energy, all that kind of stuff. That is so easily manipulated because everybody is extremely insecure about that. And that insecurity is what companies like Noom and Weight Watchers and Nutrisystem and any other dieting app and program out there capitalizes on. And instead of teaching you the basic fundamentals that you need to actually live the life that you want without having to pay somebody over and over and over again because you finish a program and then you bounce right back to where you were they don't do that and that's what pisses me off and especially when they come out and claim things like Noom does of you know we're designed to be deleted and you know we're teaching you what you need to know and we're giving you the mental aspect of it and we're helping you reframe your mind and we give you trainers I don't give a shit about what bells and whistles they give you unless they are teaching you the 
basics and what you actually fucking need to know, it is shiny marketing gimmicks. Stay away from it. All right, you're feeling motivated, you're feeling inspired, you're listening to the podcast, and you're probably thinking to yourself, or hopefully at least, you know, you know what other resources are out there to help me on my health and fitness journey? Great question. I've got your answer. And that would be my free weekly email newsletter. The link to sign up is in the show notes description. So click that, enter your email and get all hooked up every single week. I will send you a workout that pushes you, a healthy recipe, motivational quotes, fantastic songs and bangers, if I may say so with myself, that I'm listening to to help me get through a workout and maybe an occasional picture of Remy here and there if you're still not buying into it. So you'll get that every single week from me. I'm dedicated to making these emails as fun and as engaging and as valuable as possible. And again, it's all free and all meant to help you live that sustainably healthy lifestyle that you're seeking to live right now. So click the link in the show notes description below and get signed up for that now. All right, back to the show. Okay, so now that we know what is trash what the hell do you actually do, right? That's the main question now. Like, okay, my world's been spinned. Like, Noom thought it was legit. Weight Watchers, fine. Nutrisystem, like, whatever. Fine. Like, Nina, okay, you just shit on all of these things. What do I actually do? <laughs> Great question. Um, and my alternative that I would recommend to everybody that I do recommend to my nutrition clients and anybody that comes to me with questions about nutrition is find something and do something that will actually teach you what makes up the foods that you eat and how they fuel your body and your goals. So what I'm really talking about here, just to get straight to the point, is learning about macronutrients. So instead of thinking of things as points or as red, green, and yellow, thinking about foods and looking at foods as they are, protein, carbs, fats, fruits and veggies, vitamins, etc. The main ones there are protein, fats, and carbs. Those are the three macronutrients that make up most foods and that will give you the best base learning opportunity for you to take off with your own health and nutrition. And so let me let me dig a little bit deeper into each one of these. So Protein specifically, and this is why I get really mad that most protein sources are on Noom's yellow list, essentially, is people under eat protein the most. Again, as women, women technically, technically, women tend to, that's the word I wanted to use, tend to under eat protein. Even men, one of my nutrition clients is a guy, um, you know, we knew each other from college, came to me, it was just like, hey, you know, I've been doing this, this and this, but I haven't seen really much progress. I need to hone in on nutrition. I'm like, here's your plan. Here are your custom macronutrients based on your goals, your current body weight, all that kind of fun stuff. And one of the first things he came to me with the first week that he started with me, he was like, holy shit, I 
I've been way under eating protein and I haven't realized it. So even guys do it too. The fact of the matter is, especially as a Western culture, we just tend to under eat protein and we never really know the general guide. So what I like to tell people as a certified nutrition coach through Precision Nutrition is to strive to eat at least one gram of protein per pound of your body weight if you're just looking to maintain where you're at or uh, one gram per pound of your realistic goal body weight if you want to look into losing some weight so this should always this should end up being around roughly 30 percent of your diet which going back to what the nutritionist said in that women's health article about noom it says that about 45 percent of your diet should come from yellow foods which were protein so 30 to 45 percent yeah that's fine but so now you can kind of see my issue with like, okay, so if the majority of your diet or if a good chunk of your diet is coming from yellow food, why is it labeled as something that is always associated with like slow down, you know, think about this before you put it in your mouth, all that kind of stuff, right? It seems weird. It seems counterintuitive. It's not teaching you why you should be eating that much protein. And that's my issue with it. So instead of thinking about it as a yellow food, think about it as what it fucking is protein the other cool thing about protein and why i have people specifically focus on macronutrients and understanding those is because protein is the single macronutrient that is going to help with any aesthetic goals that you have protein helps rebuild and recover your muscle and protein is also harder if you eat overeat protein it's harder for your body to convert that to fat so it'll just eliminate it through waste so that is why we say eat enough protein in when it comes to wanting to lose weight wanting to look a certain way all that kind of fun stuff any diet nutrition coach anything like that will tell you Protein is going to be your most important thing that you're really going to want to focus on. And that's why. It also helps drive metabolism. Um, and it takes a lot of energy for your body to digest, which helps drive metabolism and everything else. So being able to eat enough protein helps all of the efforts that you're doing in the gym because it helps rebuild your muscle add more muscle to your frame which gives you that nice tone and defined look it's harder for your body to convert it into fat stores so you'll be able to shed excess fat that you have on your body so long as you're eating the correct amount of carbs and fat which we'll get into in a second so protein is really such a huge player which is why it's very important for you to just understand it as it is as an awesome food source not yellow, not a number of points. It's just protein. With that said, you know, so the rest of your diet then will come from carbs and fats. And they're kind of pretty much interchangeable. Your body's main source of energy is carbs. So, you know, whenever you go work out, maybe consider eating some carbs, a uh, more carb dense meal before you work out. You also want carbs to recover, to help your body recover as well. So you're not feeling groggy or tired after. So, you know, you could try to plan some carbs around there, but as long as you are eating the correct amount of carbs and fats, you could pretty much eat and interchange any of those. Again, as long as you're not overeating them, you're not going to gain weight. You'll be able to hit your goals and you'll even be able to maintain once you've hit any 
weight loss aesthetic goals that you have specifically. So I say, you know, make sure that you don't overeat, don't undereat, yada, yada, yada. Like, okay, well, Nina, how do I track this? And a lot of this is known through the method of tracking macros. So this is a very well-known practice in, you know, the diet exercise world. So it's all based, you will get a custom set of macronutrients for you, your goals, if you're working with a coach, a nutritionist, anybody like that. Um, and everything is tailored to you. So your macros are going to be completely different from mine, completely different from somebody else's. And that's the cool thing about really understanding the food itself is you get to understand what works for you. At the very base, no BS, no flashy marketing efforts, and a way to actually teach you how to eat for your life, your system, your body. That is what understanding macros and understanding how to figure out your own working with somebody to help you figure that out that's what that does and that is my better alternative to doing something like a new Weight Watchers any BS program like that there are also other alternatives because I know that there are things you know people a lot of people have eating disorders even counting macros might be intimidating to somebody um so if that is the case and especially too, when you're just learning about all these different foods, I really like to bring the mindset thing into it and just eat consciously. Make sure that you're putting enough protein on your plate, you know, maybe a little bit more than you would in the past. You know, pay attention to serving sizes. I think getting a food scale is one of the most helpful kitchen tools that you can have because that really teaches you this is what a serving of this food looks like. I'm one of the things that I was the most shocked of when I first started my fitness journey was pasta. I never knew what like 56 grams or two ounces of pasta, which is a very typical serving size, looked like until I weighed it out in a food scale on the bowl. And I'm like, oh my God, I've been eating like two and a half times this my whole life. No, no wonder I was so confused about why I wasn't making any progress. Um, so just being more mindful of serving sizes, listening to your own hunger cues. So stop, you know, eat slowly and stop eating when you're full, drinking more water um, to one, help you fill up two, just help flush your body out, helps clear your skin. Yeah, you're going to go pee a couple more times throughout the day, but it is what it is. It's great for you. And then just, again, getting as specific as possible and just understanding the root of educating yourself about long-term health and fitness instead of opting for some flashy marketing thing that you saw on TikTok. Just buckle down, do the work, and educate yourself. Because if you don't, you're going to overcomplicate nutrition. And when you overcomplicate nutrition you're not going to get anywhere. You're just going to find yourself back on that hamster wheel, not understanding why you're not making progress, not understanding, you know, why you can't build this long-term healthy lifestyle for yourself without having to pay and pay and pay this company for teaching you bullshit, essentially. When you focus on the basics and don't get lost in the flashy colors, the points or the meals, when you actually learn what foods are made up of instead of labeling them with something else, then you are actually able to understand how to fuel your body the right way, the long-term way, without the assistance from anybody else. And, you know, that's something that any health coach, any single person that you work with 
should tell you. Any personal trainer, any nutrition coach, their goal should be to work with you once and never again. As much as we love you and as much as we love seeing your face and seeing you crush it, our goal is to not is to have you not need us for the rest for after our time together. Whether that's typically around like 12 weeks I like to shoot for my clients. Because it's my goal to educate you and give you the expertise that I know to build a healthy long-term life for yourself, for your family, for everybody else, because you truly have the ability and the bandwidth to understand how to do that. And it gets better, it gets easier as you practice, as you continue to learn, but it's really a matter of focusing on that long-term life and putting in the work in order to build that success for yourself instead of trying to find the shortcut, trying to find the easy way out, and then once again finding yourself back on that hamster wheel, back on the Noom train, back on the Weight Watchers train, back on the Nutrisystem train for the second, third, fourth, fifth time again. And that's it. That's my better alternative. Just focus on the basics. You know, I love marketing. I love everything that I do in marketing. It's so much fun. It's it's amazing. I have an absolute blast doing it. But I do it because the clients that I work with are incredible. And they're the clients who are trying to, you know, make, they're, they're one and done type people. You know, they're not trying to hook their audience in to keep coming back for more. And that's why I am in the industry that I'm currently in. You know, you will never catch me working for Noom. You will never catch me working for Weight Watchers. Anything like that that capitalizes on people's insecurities, I'm not a fan of. And if you're like, okay, well, how the hell am I supposed to like track all of this then? One of the best apps I will say you can track, I will say MyFitnessPal has done a much better job of helping when it comes to counting macros. I don't think they do the 1,200 calories anymore, which is what they did back when I was in high school. And it's awful. But one of the most helpful resources that I have used, that I continue to use, that I coach and train in is the First Form app. It's great. They do... Um, webinars, live videos every day. They'll break, you know, you get your custom macros. You'll have the ability to talk with an advisor in the app. It can be me as well. So you're talking with a certified um, nutrition coach, personal trainer, CrossFit coach. So that's really cool. I'll go ahead and link that in the show notes in case you wanted to check it out. It's like a one-time fee for the app and then you get all of my coaching for free, which is awesome. Um, And that is honestly one of the best best systems I could recommend if you're looking to just truly understand the basics the first form app get it great company again if you want to work together I'll link the sh- I'll link it in the show notes check it out but biggest thing to focus on is just stop overcomplicating nutrition and stop literally buying into companies that overcomplicate it and try to pass it off as simplifying it because that's just bullshit and now you know now you know. Thanks so much for sticking around. Hope you really enjoyed this episode of Grit and Grace. If you did, or if you like the podcast in general, please, please, please share with your network, whether that is your friends, your family, your dog, your social media following. Get it out there. Speaking of social media, if you do share anything from the show on social, please tag me. I'm at Nina Rue on all social platforms to make life so much easier for you. And 
If you want to learn even more and just stay in the constant loop of all things how to be healthy in the gym, kitchen, and life in general, click the link in the show notes below to subscribe to my email newsletter. I share out weekly workouts, recipes, motivational quotes, all that kind of fun stuff to help you stay on track to living that healthy life. Thanks again for listening to this episode. I'll catch you next time.